to take advantage of you and don't really know what they're doing. Gillstrap Roofing has been around for decades. Trust Gillstrap Roofing to handle the repairs and deal with the insurance. Just because someone knocks on your door with a card that says they're a roofer doesn't mean they'll do quality work at a reasonable price. Call Gillstrap Roofing, 269-1232. If you're a man aged 45 to 80 with a history of heart disease or stroke, please listen closely to this message. Some men with a history of heart disease or stroke also have low testosterone levels, also known as hypogonadism. Symptoms of low testosterone, hypogonadism, include decreased sexual desire, fatigue, depressed mood, and loss of body hair. If you've had a heart attack or stroke in the past and experienced the symptoms of low testosterone, hypogonadism, please consider our research study that is underway in Greenville, Spartanburg. Qualified participants may receive testosterone replacement therapy or placebo and study related care at no cost, as well as compensation for their time. Locations in Greer, Pelzer, Anderson and Hodges. Please call now to speak with the research study coordinator. Dial 864-448-0080. The number again is 864-448-0080. That's 864-448-0080. It's time for the Mark Childress Show on 105.5 The Roar. Sports from a different angle with national guests and exclusive player and coach interviews. And now, Mark Childress. Welcome in to the Mark Childress Show every Wednesday night from 7 to 9. Thank you guys for hanging out with me this evening. This is Season 2, Episode 7, Episode number 42 in all. Thank you guys for being here with me tonight. Mark Childress here. I simulcast this show in the Pronk Studios in Greenville, South Carolina. So if you are listening in your car on the app, if you are listening uh, on an internet browser, head on over to Facebook if you'd like. Participate with the video show over here. I shoot this from the Pronk Studios in Greenville, South Carolina. So you can listen on the radio side. You can come hang out with me on Facebook if you prefer to uh, do it over there. And the Facebook comments are a great place to be able to get a hold of me uh, during the show. Big jam-packed show today. Have tons to talk about. We're going to be leading off with Clemson football here in a second. Do want to tell you about my list of guests today. Morgan Thomas scheduled to be here. And uh, Clemson football practice, spring practice, getting started today. It's running a little long. That's not a big problem. Except Morgan Thomas is going to be here with me at the beginning of the show. He is working on interviews and things like that. And whenever he is complete, he's going to jump on with me. And then we are going to talk Clemson basketball at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. T.O. Terrence Oglesby is going to be jumping on. He's writing some uh, great content now. He's got a new podcast out, doing fantastic work. Can't wait to catch up with him. You guys know how much I love Clemson basketball. Tough loss last night, but still plenty of good and fun things to talk about for sure. So uh, good stuff there. And then 825, a buddy of mine, Seth Stokes. He has a podcast and a show called Stoking the Fire. Seth's going to jump on with me. SEC football. He's the guy. Tons of uh, off-season questions, I guess, to uh, get answered and things like that. So uh, we're going to talk to him about that for sure. 654-7627-864-654-7627. If you want to jump on and chat with me, I did just see that Clemson softball wins again. 4-1 to one victory over the Georgia Bulldogs. And that is very significant. 
Georgia Bulldogs ranked number 14 in the country. This is the first ever win over a ranked team for Clemson softball, and it will be the first of many. Man, I think uh, these ladies are exceeding expectations this year, continue to play really good softball. Congratulations to them for the 4-1 to one win. In some interesting conditions. I was over at Clemson a little bit earlier today. And, hey, if you're at the game, uh, give me a call, 654-7627. Would love to get all the details. They're still breaking out on the Internet and things like that. Would love to hear for you, from you and how much you enjoyed it. And I hope you wore a jacket because when I was over there, I'd say there was a 15 to 20-mile-an-hour wind that looked like it was almost blowing in to the softball stadium. It was probably going to prevent some home runs and things like that. But uh, regardless of how it all broke down, congrats to the ladies and, uh, and the big win tonight. So, again, if you want to jump on the show, 654-7627-864-654-7627 is uh, the best way to jump on and talk with me. And then also simulcast over on the Facebook side. Go to the Roars Facebook page and hang out with me over there. All right, uh, producer here at the Prong Studios in Greenville is uh, Fax and Childress. He's behind me. And uh, back in Mission Control in Clemson, Mr. Alex Wisnan. Alex, my man, what's going on? Not much. I, it just seems so crazy that we are already in the swing of things with Clemson football practice and that we are already starting, technically, starting the 2020 season. It just seems like the national championship game was, was yesterday or two days ago. We're already, we're already getting started with the next season, so it's exciting. Yeah, I saw a number of uh, sports writers over there, you know, members of the uh, sports information department, things like that. And uh, that was a common theme over there today. Man, it just seems like we just stepped off the field. That was the longest uh, season, of course, in Clemson football history. And uh, it was cool being over there. So, Alex, I got to go over there. Uh, they opened the first part of practice today. Uh, it was supposed to open about 4.30 and ended up opening about 4.20. So that was nice. Got a little bit of extra time. So got to be over at practice from about 4.20 to 5 o'clock today. So, Alex, if you were walking into Clemson spring practice today, you're walking in to hang out, what would be, you know, where would you be focused on uh, at the beginning? What would you be wanting to see? Who would you be, uh, who would you be wanting to check out? Man, that's, that's, a, that's a really good question. I think, I, I think I'd largely be focused on, on the defense, really the, the defense mm-hmm. and the offensive line, because I think that's where the majority of the, the, the questions are going into these this set of spring practices. Uh, so I'm uh-huh. just going to be looking, you know, there's not a whole lot you can tell from a first day of spring practice right off the bat, but I just kind of like to see how do, how do these guys look? How do, you know, who's, who's getting the reps with the first team and who, you know, who's, who's, who's working. And, and I would just be really interested to see kind of those, those particular areas. Yeah, I think so as well. So a couple of points of note. Um, so I wanted to see Brian Bercy in person and I saw him. But he had a knee brace on and a yellow jersey. Not sure 100% what was going on, but wasn't really a participant in practice today. He, of course, the, can we call him a stud already? I mean, he definitely was in high school. Uh, defensive lineman that's going to be a part of everything going on for Clemson uh, coming up this season. So should be uh, should be good stuff uh, there. That's number one. And then uh, number two, I wanted to see uh, the new quarterback, right? DJ Uyunglele. And uh, got to see him up close and personal. He's a big dude. He is, uh, he's bigger than Trevor Lawrence, which I think we all knew. But uh, I don't want to say he looks as big as a tight end. But Alex, I'm going to tell you, man, he is solid and big. And especially being as young as he is, I think that's, uh, that's pretty interesting to watch. I got to see some two-minute drills. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was out there with Travis Etienne uh, for the first one. And then uh, Pumachan was out there for the second batch of them with uh, Lynn J. Dixon as they kind of ran to one end of the field to the other. Uh, you know, really no defense being played at all. 
just uh, trying to execute quickly, you know, get the blood pumping, get it uh, moving and things like that uh, at the beginning of practice. So I thought that was uh, was pretty good. So I wanted to see Brissy and uh, DJ got to see them both up close. I thought that was good. Um, Tons of energy, right? Everybody was uh, big time and ready to go. If you're uh, looking on the Facebook side here, I got myself the new roster, got all the numbers on here and, uh, and everything. Let me tell you, I got to see the tight ends up close. And Jalen Lay, beast, absolute beast. I, I was looking on here earlier. I think that it said that he's listed at 265. Is that right? No, 66-270. Braden Galloway, 6'4", 240, looked tiny next to him. He looks like a defensive lineman out there playing tight end. And uh, again, it was a position group that was right in front of me for a good portion of it today. So I thought there was uh, some good stuff. It was great to uh, get to see everybody. Morgan Thomas, of course, sticking around a little bit longer than I could. I needed to get back and uh, do the show from the studio. But we should hear from him before the top of the 8 o'clock hour, get a little bit more detail on what uh, Dabo thought after practice, some of the coaches and, uh, and players and things like that. So uh, spring practice, man. Like you said, can you believe it's here already? It's ready to go. And uh, I think they open it up to the media uh, again on Friday. I'm hoping to get back down there. So, uh, Alex, it's that time of year again, man. I don't know if the XFL has been uh, doing it for me or not. Has it been doing it for you? I haven't watched it much the last two weeks after being very excited in week one. No, it hasn't, it hasn't done much for me at all. Because here, here's the issue. I don't know if you're like this, but I'm so used to going into certain modes for sports, you know, from like September, you know, sometimes late August to January. Yep. You know, I'm, in, I'm in football mode. And then really mid-February to about about that first weekend of April, I'm in basketball mode. And then from then on, I'm kind of in baseball mode, and then we're back to football, and it's just kind of a cycle. My, my brain has almost next to no capacity for football. And then when the quality of football <laughs> is not that great, and the best thing about the XFL, honestly, I think, is the new kickoff rule, it's, it just it doesn't, it doesn't keep my interest. And I'm honestly more interested in, in watching, you know, these big-time college basketball games that are going on. You know, on Saturdays and Mondays and Tuesdays and things like that. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you. I uh, haven't been watching a ton. Ratings down about 50%. I don't think that's the end of the world for XFL. We'll talk about that a little bit more second hour uh, and go from there. All right, Northland Communication phone lines are open, 654-7627. Let's go to those now. We'll bring on Marion. Marion was at the big softball win today. Marion, how you doing? Doing great. Really excited. Tigers played really good. Um uh, Was, was the wind out there uh, a factor? I, I, I got to walk by the end of the stadium going in and out of football practice over there. It looked like that might have a big, uh, a big impact on uh, the play on the field. Did that, did that impact uh, the ball traveling in or out of the park at all? Not really. It was cold, but it, was, it didn't seem like it had a – the Tigers didn't have any problems. They, they hit this girl really well, and uh, Ellery Cagle, she just absolutely shut them down tonight and uh, pitched really great. Yeah, Cagle's been great all season. Uh, that ERA keeps going down. Today will help. And I'm sure you know, Marion, a, a win over a ranked team for the first time in Clemson softball history. So you were at a very historic ball game this afternoon. Yeah, uh, one one concern. Uh, one of the Clemson players got hit uh, in the knee and uh, got to be helped off the field. So I hope that doesn't impact their play. Was that on a, uh, a pitch or a ball that was hit to her in the field? Uh, she was batting. 
she was batting. We'll see if we can get some more information on that. And uh, definitely uh, not a good thing. Hopefully it will not be uh, too serious as uh, softball team will return uh, for a homestand starting on Friday evening. So, Marion, thanks for jumping in with us uh, on the call. And again, in case you're just hearing or maybe you're just getting back in your car after the softball game, 4-1. to one victory over the 14th ranked team in the country, the Georgia Bulldogs. I saw my good buddy uh, Austin Pendergast uh, posted on Twitter, the first of many L's that uh, Georgia Athletics will be taking to Clemson here in the upcoming uh, 12 to 18 months. So uh, I'm definitely in agreement with that. Hey, 654-7627, phone lines are open. Let's go to Snaphook. Snaphook, man, what's up? What's going on, Mark, my brother? Yeah, how are you? I'm doing well, man, doing well. Uh, got two things I want to hear from you about spring practice today. Number one, what did you think about the offensive line look, play, uh, experience level, you know, uh, motor, anything you can tell us about the offensive line play? And also, what did you think about Brian Brasilia? Is he as good as advertised or what? Yeah, so Snaphook, a couple of good questions here. So uh, Brissy definitely looks like that he is 24 years old and uh, ready to play in the NFL, at least from a body perspective. But he did have a little brace on his knee today, was wearing a yellow jersey. So he was not a full participant in practice. And he was one of the two guys that I was most excited, I guess, about uh, about seeing today, at least uh, him on the defensive side, and then DJ, the new quarterback, of course, on the offensive side. So didn't get to see Brissy in action, but he definitely looks the part, right, uh, and looks intimidating. And uh, hopefully he'll have that brace off soon and be ready to go. And uh, I know all the player and coach interviews are going on right now, so we might be able to get a little bit more detail about what was going on uh, with Brissy. We catch up with Morgan Thomas a little bit uh, later in the show. Did get to check out the offensive line, a ton of energy, and again, a ton of new faces. It's going to be interesting to see how all of that breaks down. Um, They weren't really getting serious enough, right? I mean, they ran a nice little two-minute drill, uh, you know, with uh, Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne doing one, and then uh, Pumachan and Lynn J. Dixon doing the other. So got to see them out there in action a little bit. Didn't have a whole time, uh, a lot of time to study them, but uh, from what I could see, I mean, they definitely looked apart, and it's going to be interesting to see all of the faces, and I'm hoping after the interviews tonight, we're going to have a little bit better feel, and again, we should have updates on that before the end of the show, Snap Hook, kind of telling us, you know, hey, who might the starters be, uh, what's going to be going on, and uh, what can we continue to expect in uh, spring practice, and it's just amazing that uh, that all that was going on, and we could be out there this evening, man. It was a, it was a kick to be there, and uh, Snap Hook, I thought there were some good questions. So 654-7627, 654-7627. I am getting uh, from my good buddy Dean Cox the hat. Hannah Goodwin, I believe they said the shortstop that was injured. Have not heard anything else uh, about that. Do not want to speculate. They said she was hit in the leg uh, while she was batting this evening. Obviously, uh, the Tigers don't want to lose anybody even for a short period of time. So hopefully it's uh, something she can shake off and uh, be ready to go. Tigers back in action on Friday uh, and then again on Saturday afternoon. Man, it's going to be a crazy weekend of sports for Clemson. Try keeping up with softball, baseball, men's basketball, women's basketball, all taking place in, in some portion uh, in the city of Clemson this weekend, so it should be fun. I'll be at the softball game on Saturday, and uh, following that up, going over to the basketball, the men's basketball game. So you can do uh, a double dip in a couple of places, and I know on Sunday you could get there early and uh, catch a good portion of the women's basketball game. 
and then wander over for Clemson, South Carolina from a baseball perspective, uh, which should also be good this weekend. So, uh, again, 654-7627 if you want to jump on board. Head on over to the Roar's Facebook page if you want to see the video side of everything that is going on. So I was talking a little bit about the tight ends, uh, Jalen Lay, Braden Galloway. Um, they ran a couple of routes. And, again, it's all about how you're kind of positioned at spring practice around the edge of the field. I happen to be in a position where the tight ends were in front of me for a large portion of the practice or people literally coming right at me trying to catch the ball. So Braden Galloway, full tilt, running straight at me, trying to catch the ball and, uh, you know, toe tap, I guess, the sidelines uh, right in front of me. I was standing over there with Morgan Thomas and uh, Alex, he's a big boy running at me full speed. I don't, again, it's the size of these guys when I go to spring practice the first time um, that blows me away the most and the speed. But, man, Braden Galloway, full speed, running right at you, trying to catch the football. I'm not getting in his way. I mean, I'm not a big guy anyway. Never really played football. Uh, man, that was an intimidating thing to see today for sure and uh, all kinds of good and exciting stuff there. All right, let's do this. Let's head out to break. Again, we're going to try to dial up Morgan Thomas, who is getting all of the interviews after practice today, so we'll be able to catch up with him. Clemson softball, 4-1 to one winners today over a ranked Georgia team. We'll continue to talk spring practice, talk a little bit of NFL as well when we get back. This is the Mark Shoulders Show. is here. If you're not loving your look, maybe it's time to give Urban Nirvana a try. Their professional stylist can make you love looking in the mirror. And guys, if you are looking for the perfect gift for the love of your life, Urban Nirvana has the answer. Log on to UrbanNirvana.com where you can buy it and print a gift certificate from wherever you are. She'll love it. Salon or spa, there's something to love at Urban Nirvana. Show some love at With Urban Nirvana. Mechby Station or the shops at Green Ridge. Online at UrbanNirvana.com. We're already one month into 2020, and if you're ready to tackle your fitness goals, the YMCA of Easley, Pickens, and Powdersville is running their pay-the-date special all month long. If you join on February the 10th, you pay just $10. If you wait and join on the 22nd, you'll pay $22. Enjoy custom fitness plans, beast mode group training, swimming, and more. There's even child watch for the kids. The YMCA is so much more than a gym. It's a community of people who care. Learn more online at pcymca.net. America is a great big country filled with all kinds of different people. And we all count. That's why the 2020 census wants to make sure we're all counted. Why is it so important? Because the census helps inform how hundreds of billions of dollars will be spent each year for things like new roads, health clinics, even more school programs. So make sure you're counted. Because you count. Shape your future. Start here. Learn more at 2020census.gov. Paid for by U.S. Census Bureau. Have you ever had to travel out of the country only to find out at the last minute that the IRS has suspended your passport? Let the Green Law Firm deal with the IRS to restore your passport. It's this type of IRS interference and many others that David Green and his staff know how to properly approach and resolve on your behalf. Call the law firm that gives you peace of mind. Call the Green Law Firm at 271-7940 or online at greenlaw.legal. Why wait for spring to creep up on you to get ahead with spring cleaning? 
Zero Res is here to help with fresh, light, new, clean carpets at their lowest price of the year. Mention my name, Mickey Plyler, and get three rooms of carpet clean for only $109 plus a free hallway. For a clean, fresh start, there's only one place to look, Zero Res Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning. Call 864-558-7300 or book online at ZeroResGreenville.com. Zero Res, spell it backwards or forwards, it's the right way to clean. Here's your chance to own a brand new F-150 from George Coleman Ford at incredible savings with approved credit. Zero percent financing is available on all remaining in stock 2019 F-150s. You heard it right. With approved credit, you could be in a brand new 2019 George Coleman Ford F-150 with zero percent financing. Never any hidden fees or added charges. That, my friends, is how George Coleman Ford does business. Not applicable with other rebates. Offer good through 331-2020. When it's time to replace your roof, there are so many things to consider, from the type of roof you have to the many types and styles of shingles. Gillstrap Roofing understands how each part of our roofing system works together to give you a beautiful and watertight barrier. Don't trust the one thing that really protects your home to just anyone. Gillstrap Roofing has been covering the upstate for four generations. Proven, experienced roofers for your home or business. Gillstrap Roofing, 26 32 it's nice to know when you visit Your Pie, you're supporting your local community. Since opening Your Pie Clemson, owners Doug and Denise Serval have partnered with many local efforts like Clemson Miracle, JDRF, and Relay for Life, as well as support groups, food banks, and upstate charities. They've even added a little free library at Your Pie Clemson to further support literacy and encourage book sharing. Your Pie Clemson, helping your community one pie at a time. 111 Earl Street, downtown Clemson. And now, back to the Mark Childress Show on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. Children's show spring practice has begun. Did you miss football? I miss football. I definitely miss Clemson football. Got to uh, see some of those players up close and personal today. Uh, thanks for hanging out with me. I'll be here till nine o'clock this evening. If you're listening in your car on the app in an internet browser, jump on over to the Roars Facebook page. We simulcast the show live from the Prong Studios in Greenville. Uh, that's where I am today. Facebook comments, a very good way to get in touch with me, and you can participate and hang out with me in the show over there. Morgan Thomas from the Morgan Thomas Show. Also works at Clemson Sports Illustrated, writing some articles for them. Uh, He got to stay a little bit longer at practice. I had to be here at 7 o'clock for uh, my show. Uh, He should be joining us here sometime in the next 10 minutes or so. Uh, He got to stick around for the player interviews, uh, the coach interviews. I'm going to be interested to hear what uh, Dabo had to say after practice. I'm sure he'll be very excited and uh, lots of good things uh, that went down there. And uh, also interested uh, to hear from Brent Venables. Uh, Lots of new faces on the defensive side. And uh, what does he think about them and getting them out there to be able to road test them for the first time? Some cool two-minute drills today. uh, Practicing a lot of special teams, kicking game, and things like that. I got to see the tight ends up close also. So uh, all kinds of good things there. All right, hey, uh, let's go to the phone line, 654-7627. It looks like Mr. Dean Cox, the hat, is calling in. Dean, man, tell me about the softball game. What a big win. Man, I'm going to tell you, that thing was so huge. And uh, you know what? It was crazy when I was 
Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, okay, yeah, it's cutting up. Um, but last week, uh, last week, hello, hello. Yeah, Dean, we can hear you okay. Can you not hear us? Oh, oh man, it was it's real staticky. But, okay, well, I'll go ahead and talk to him. Last week when I was talking to Morgan Thomas on this show, I told him that Coach Ripman. Hey, I can't hear you, Paul. All right, Dean. Well, if you want to, uh, if you want to hang up, give us a call back. Uh, no problem at all. You know, Dean has those uh, great seats right behind home plate for softball. If you follow him on Facebook, he does a good job of going live, and he has a knack for going live at the right time when uh, the Clemson ladies are doing some big things on the softball diamond. So, uh, Dean, if you want to call back in, do it. Uh, if not, and you're having some phone issues, no big deal. Again, Clemson softball, four to one winners over a ranked Georgia team. They are ranked number 14 in the country. No more. Uh, they'll be dropping after getting beat by Clemson. Uh, I, don't if, I don't know if you want to say their biggest win of the year. Obviously, being able to secure the first win of the season, uh, the first home win and the no-hitter. But this is the first win over a ranked opponent. And uh, the fact it was the Georgia Bulldogs. I'm wearing Georgia Bulldog colors. If you look at me on the Facebook side, I'm wearing red today. That was not intentional. But, uh, hey, if it helped the Tigers, it would help the softball team take Georgia down. Uh, more power to them. So uh, good stuff there today for sure, and uh, a big win for them. So, again, I was at spring practice today. It was great to see uh, the players up close. Um, I did uh, spend a little time hanging out and watching the group of running backs. And, again, it's size and speed, and, and it might just be because I haven't seen them in a while, but both Lynn J. Dixon and Travis Etienne look bigger uh, that I remember them. And again, it might be because they're just in the shoulder pads with, uh, you know, with the shorts on and things like that. But they both looked explosive and ready to go. Lots of smiles today. Lots of energy today. The exact type of thing that you'd like to see from uh, from a first practice, especially from a team that I fully expect will be preseason top two or three, maybe preseason number one in the country. And for my money, probably odds on favorites to win the national title this year. It's going to be interesting uh, to see there. All right, Dean Cox calling back in. Dean, we'll give you one more shot, man. Did you get to a better uh, phone zone here for us? Oh, oh my God. I don't know, man. I was in Pendleton, but it sounded like I was in Africa somewhere. (laughs) So how was the game? What I was telling you last, oh, my God, it was awesome. But last week, and it was freezing. You were right. That was not the weather forecast yesterday for the day. But uh, when I was talking to Morgan last week, I told him I talked to Coach Ritman. And I told him, I said, man, we're looking good. How how do we stand with all of our competition? And he said, we can't judge it because of the Big Ten. But we will know next Wednesday where we stand. I seen him while ago, and, man, he was all smiles. And he said, uh, we're going to be a pretty good team, Dino. So, uh, And, Dean, I was talking about how busy the weekend is going to be, right? You've got uh, softball Friday evening. You've got softball on Saturday, followed by men's basketball on Saturday. 
Then on Sunday, you've got uh, the baseball game, obviously, against South Carolina in Clemson, as well as the women's basketball game. Are you going to make an appearance at every single one of those events in Clemson? Yes, sir. I, you know what I'm sad about? Though? I can't go to Columbia and make an appearance there. A lot yep. of people are calling for me to come to Columbia, but, hey, I can't let these girls. These seats I got in girls' softball. I got to be there in those things cheering these girls on. So, yeah, they they are very special. Clemson's lucky to have girls' softball now. They really are. Hey, Dean, man, thanks for giving us a call, and I'll look for you. I'll be at the ball games on Friday and Saturday, so I'll come by and say hello. All right, so uh, Mr. Morgan Thomas was hanging out with me at practice. I came in to do my show. Morgan stuck around for the player and coach interviews, and now has landed back at Mission Control in Clemson in uh, the Priority One Studios. Morgan, man, how you doing? What's up, Mark? Thank you for having me on the show and, and give, letting me take over the, uh, the throne here in the, the nice studio. Yeah, you have all the power now. So if you and Alex decide you want to make a power play and uh, and knock me out, that's uh, completely up to you. But, uh, hey, Morgan, I've talked a little bit about the players and things like that, but I'm really interested to see what did the coaches have to say after practice? Who did you get to talk to? And uh, what little nuggets might have you uh, have picked up? Well, it was kind of light after practice. It looked like you had the quarterbacks and um, one or two wide receivers out there, Will Sweeney. Amari Rogers. When I walked out, I left a little bit early, but when I walked out, Amari Rogers was still taking reps uh, with the uh, ball machine. Just, I mean, I, I would say 300 miles an hour to his hands. Uh, looked, <laughs> looked, looked amazing. Uh, you can tell Rogers is the, one of those guys going to be a leader on the team this year. He's ready to show what he can do and, and uh, kind of lead the Tigers to hopefully another playoff run as well. But um, very impressed with Rogers. I mean, what you know, what, what do you expect from a guy who's been around this long? You expect that kind of leadership from him. But the, the last guy to leave the practice field is uh, DJ and Trevor and Amari. That, that shows some good things too. Oh, and I don't want to forget about uh, Joseph Ngata. Uh, he was out there throwing um, some tennis balls around, trying to, you know, practice on his hands some more. So two wide receivers, two quarterbacks out there um, working pretty hard. And I don't want to forget about uh, Tyson uh, Pumachan. He was also out there as well. So quarterbacks and a couple of wide receivers look pretty good. But as far as coaches, only had Dabo Sweeney there to talk to. And uh, his big thing starting out is that he likes where they're at so far. He says this team looks the part. And uh, I thought I would kind of raise my eyebrows there. I, I wasn't expecting that from day one, and especially that kind of uh, praise from day one. But he says they look the part, and he's ready. They're ready to get back to it. That's good stuff. And again, hanging out with Morgan Thomas. Uh, both he and I were at spring practice today, but Morgan got to hang out and uh, talk to some of the players and coaches afterwards. Hey, uh, did Dabo get specific at all about position players? I'm sure he was asked about the new freshmen and things like that. Was he keeping it at a high level, or did he drill down on anybody? Well, he did say a, a couple of things about specific players. He did say that Jordan McFadden will be the right tackle. He expects that because of nice. just how well he played uh, backing up Jackson Carmen last year. It's kind of uh, a foregone conclusion. Uh, Bockhorst as well, left guard, is uh, pretty much going to be there for sure. He's, he's got an Ohio State left side of the offensive line there. So you've got three offensive linemen that are pretty much, I feel like, not in stone. You can't ever say anything in stone day one. But he said he feels very confident with those three guys for sure. Um, you know, he, as far as the freshmen go, that was where he, he kind of kept it high level. He said, hey, these guys are still, um, you know, getting used to 
what everything is like as far as in the college game. But he also said that he felt like that he's got a bunch of first-round draft picks on the team. They're they're there mentally. Uh, They're prepared every single day. They take the playbook and the studying seriously. They take their classroom work seriously. And so he loves everything that he sees from them so far. But as far as the freshmen, he can't say uh, one person sticks out yet because he hadn't really had a chance to see. But he feels like that mentally they are there, they're ready. Uh, He just wants to see what's happened. One thing I thought was an interesting note, though, he felt very confident with the secondary. You know, that's something that I've been kind of vocal about, I'm nervous about, is uh, what's the secondary going to look like? Because you're going to lose a lot of players there. A.J. Terrell, Tanner Muse, uh, Isaiah Simmons sometimes in the back, uh, Kayvon Wallace as well, losing those guys. But he said that Landon Zanders was was there. He said he he was so close to being a starter last year that uh, he was right on the line. And they kind of held him from, from that role to kind of learn his position more. But he is ready to take over in that safety position. He feels like Joseph Charleston also is showing uh, good strides over, nice. over the year. But he did say he, he, there is a big question mark around that Sam linebacker position. Mm-hmm. I was about to ask over? about it. Yeah, yep. Who is going to take over Isaiah Simmons? I mean, he said they kind of had to work with Isaiah Simmons in the, in the fact that he could do everything. And, and you can't expect the next guy to come in, no matter four, five, six-star guy, you can't expect him to come in and be able to do everything like Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons might have been a once-in-a-decade type player. You know, you might not see another guy like him in a while. So they've got to find a guy who can be that Sam linebacker, and he's looking forward to that. So that's a big question mark for the Tigers. Did he mention any names or anything, or just, again, talking about it from a high level? You know, he actually didn't mention any names about the Sam linebacker position for sure. Um, he, he then went on to uh, he went on to injuries. He said that Brian Brissy, uh I know my, my co-host Alan is gonna gonna hate this, but Brian Brissy sprained something. I either his I believe it's something around his knee uh, playing basketball. So I know Alan oh. always hates to hear those kind of news, but uh, but he looks like he's going to be not not serious. Looks like he's going to be coming back in a, in a couple of days, and then Andrew Booth is expected back in a couple of days, and then Nolan Turner had uh, had a sling on. He had something going on with his shoulder. You know, he's had that uh, that shoulder kind of been bothering him for a while. So, yep. uh, but th- those are things. None, nothing that he felt like other than Brighton Constantine being out with an ACL, um, and even he talked about him that he's the only player that might be out right now for a long period of time, but that um, because of the situation and how it happened, he might even get another year back. And so he might be like a Blake Vinson and be able to play still four more years. So. Nice. Again, uh, almost real-time information here from uh, Morgan Thomas, of course, from the Morgan Thomas Show and Clemson Sports Illustrated, who got to stick around for some of the coach and player interviews after spring practice started today, man. I cannot believe it was back. All right, so Morgan, you've been pouring information at me on uh, the defensive side. Any word on the offensive side? Uh, Well, I talked to Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence was really the only player that was allowed to speak to the media this time. I guess, you know, because it's day one, kind of a light day you know the guys weren't in pads or anything obviously so um but trevor came over and you know you know the question he got he said they said how are you going to respond to now having a loss on your record (laughs) in college football and that's something he hasn't had to deal with until now 
And it's it's interesting to see that from a player who who is still so young. I mean, we take Trevor Lawrence for granted that he can do all and knows all, but but he doesn't do all and know all. He does have flaws, and he is working on certain things. And he said he, he he's okay with having a loss. He he feels like it's perspective. It's something that he doesn't really dwell on, but that he is glad it happened because um, sometimes you have to kind of take a look back at a down period and say, what can I do differently? Maybe there's something that I need to be better at. And he said that one thing that he's really focused on is getting in the weight room a little bit more. He felt like he could have done better with that last year. And so he's trying to uh, improve uh, in his muscle mass and, and, and get stronger. Uh, same thing with his leadership ability. He said, you know, last year was kind of um, that he was expected to be that number one leader on the team. And he always feels like he can get better at that. So he's going to constantly work on uh, leadership. But he feels like one day at a time is kind of the mentality. And, and you like to hear that from guys who, who have a good head on their shoulders, right? That one day at a time, don't worry about the past. That Dabo Sweeney calls it the windshield mentality. And that's what Trevor Lawrence has for sure. Another good thing, too, I know you're probably going to ask me about this, but DJ, Uyana Lele, Lele, Uyana Lele, let me say if I can say that right. Um, <laughs> DJ, we'll just call it that. He is, uh, Trevor said that he looks like himself as a freshman. And I just got chills wow. when I heard that because I'm like, yeah. oh boy. And when you see him out there, I'll be honest, I told you this on the field. When you see uh, Lawrence, DJ, and Tyson back-to-back-to-back or side-by-side in those drills, I mean, other than the number on their chest, they look they look very interchangeable. I mean, those guys are elite-level talents. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, Trevor's standing by uh, DJ, and uh, again, Trevor's been getting a lot bigger and putting on size, but DJ is so big. Maybe that's going to inspire Lawrence to hit those weights even harder because it's going to be tough keeping up with that guy uh, from a size perspective and, uh, and good stuff. All right, uh, Morgan, good stuff all around there. I got uh, some other things that I definitely want to ask you about and unpack from spring practice today. Uh, so we're going to hold you over for one more segment and uh, talk about it then. So again, four to one winners for Clemson softball today over a ranked Georgia team and all kinds of news from Clemson Spring Practice. Morgan Thomas will join me for one more segment coming up. This is the Mark Childress Show. I'm on the lawn. It's almost three. I look around. I look at her. She looks at me. She's suspicious. She's suspicious. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. Here's your chance to own a brand new 2019 George Coleman Ford Escape Pass with power equipment and sync. MSRP at $25,795. George Coleman Ford priced at just $19,999. That's right, $19,999. And you're in a new 2019 Ford Escape Pass from George Coleman Ford. Never any hidden fees or adding charges. That, my friends, is how George Coleman Ford does business. Offers good through 331 2020 Standing water or that musty smell in your basement can be a sign of major problems. Canty Foundation Specialists are your local experts in basement waterproofing and crawl space repair. Call us today for a free estimate. Canty can fix it. Call the local experts for a free estimate. Call Canty Foundation Specialists at 864-432-5050 and ask about transferable warranties and available financing. That's 864-432-5050 or online at cantycanfixit.com. Hello, this is Dan Bracken with Leonardi Bracken Real Estate. Did you know that 98% of home buyers will search online? It's the time of year when many are preparing to place their home on the market. 
So what can you do to maximize your value? First, give me a call and I'll meet with you to give you a few simple pointers. If you decide to work with us, we'll bring in a home stager and then hire a professional photographer so your home really pops. Give me, Dan Bracken, a call today. 864-380-4537. Leonardi Bracken Real Estate. Selling real estate's what we do. Helping people is our passion. I'm a donut nut. I'm a donut nut. I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. Hi, I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donut Company in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Drop by for a delicious donut and a cup of coffee. Pick up a box for your business or church meeting. Share them with family and friends during a time of need. Call Spartanburg and Anderson Krispy Kreme. I'm a donut nut. I'm a donut nut. I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. If you're a man aged 45 to 80 with a history of heart disease or stroke, please listen closely to this message. Some men with a history of heart disease or stroke also have low testosterone levels, also known as hypogonadism. Symptoms of low testosterone hypogonadism include decreased sexual desire, fatigue, depressed mood, and loss of body hair. If you've had a heart attack or stroke in the past and experienced the symptoms of low testosterone hypogonadism, please consider our research study that is underway in Greenville, Spartanburg. Qualified participants may receive testosterone replacement therapy or placebo and study related care at no cost, as well as compensation for their time. Locations in Greer, Pelzer, Anderson and Hodges. Please call now to speak with the research study coordinator. Dial 864-448-0080. The number again is 864-448-0080. That's 864-448-0080. I'm Kristen Bennett. The professionals at Bennett Equipment rent and sell Takuchi Compact Equipment at three upstate locations, Greenville, Spartanburg, and now in Seneca. Takuchi sets the industry standard for performance and reliability. Bennett also rents, sells, and services many other types of construction equipment with the service you expect and deserve. Call today, 864-277-7272, or visit us at BennettEquipment.net. And remember, if you need to rent it, rent it from Bennett. Have you ever had to travel out of the country only to find out at the last minute that the IRS has suspended your passport? Let the Green Law Firm deal with the IRS to restore your passport. It's this type of IRS interference and many others that David Green and his staff know how to properly approach and resolve on your behalf. Call the law firm that gives you peace of mind. Call the Green Law Firm at 271-7940 or online at greenlaw.legal. And now, back to the Mark Childress Show on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. To the Mark Childress Show every Wednesday night from 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock. I am joined by Mr. Morgan Thomas. Morgan and I both got to go to spring practice today for Clemson football. Morgan got to stay a little bit longer than me, so he's got the latest intel from the interviews that happened after practice today. Also, if you're listening in your car, on the app, and an internet browser, wander on over to Facebook, the Roar's Facebook page. 
I uh, broadcast this show from the Pronk Studios in Greenville, South Carolina. You can hang out with me on the video side. If you've got any questions or comments you want to make in the Facebook comments section, that is a great way to get a hold of me. And if you have any questions for either myself or Morgan from uh, spring practice today, 654-7627, Northland Communication phone lines. That's 654-7627. Feel free to give us a call, and we will do our best to answer the questions. So, Morgan, you were talking about, uh, and I wanted to hit it again real quick, you were talking about how three of the offensive line positions may be kind of locked in already with uh, Jackson Carmen and uh, Jordan McFadden at two of the tackles and then Matt Bockhorst uh, mentioned by Dabo today as well. Are you kind of surprised that he was kind of already latching on to those guys? Uh, well, not really. I mean, I think Jackson Carmen was a player that is an obvious at left yes. tackle. No, there's no question there. But um, I recently did an article over on Clemson on Sports Illustrated and, and talked about the offensive line. And, and I had uh, Eric McLean on from, uh, from my, on my YouTube channel and, and talked about who was going to be in that spot. And, and it's not, not really surprising if you follow the Clemson Tiger football team. Now, it might be surprising outside in the national media. You're going to hear the offensive line is going to be the weak link. Weak link. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't really believe that. I mean, you've got Matt Bockhorst who... Uh, in Eric McLean's words, is a guy who will throw you to the ground and beat you to a pulp, and then get up and laugh at and get up and laugh at you. And so, um, you know, he's just a, he's just a mean, nasty guy. And what do you want on the offensive line? You want mean, nasty guys, right? Uh, yep. and you want him on that left side, that that blind side for Trevor Lawrence. And so. I believe really the left side is something that you're going to be confident in. I think any Clemson fan could, should be confident in. And then when you when you listen to what Dabo Sweeney just said about Jordan McFadden and how how much he raved about uh, just his potential and his skill and what he what he brings to the table and the fact that he's not a starter only because he was behind Carmen um, and and they had Ankrum on the other side. Now that Ankrum's gone, McFadden's going to fill that role. And Dabo was like you know twinkling his eye. Uh, so yep. right tackle, I think left tackle, left guard, those are positions that you got to feel really good as at, at, as a Clemson Tiger fan. Center, though, is something that I'm starting to scratch my head a little bit because Cade Stewart was out. Uh, he had a conflict with class. Now, you don't normally hear that. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, he, okay. he, I don't know if he was on a field trip or what, but I think you want to be at first practice. But um, something something kind of scratched field my head. Trip. At uh, <laughs> I'm going to guess it wasn't a field <laughs> trip, Morgan, but yeah, keep going. So they, they put Mason Trotter out there, and then they also put Hunter Rayburn out there. Um, kind of back and forth in that in that two minute drill, so we'll see. You know that's that's a position to kind of look at. Um, is Cade Stewart the the number one for sure locked in already? Uh-huh. Day one? No, I don't think so. I think you got three guys who are going to be fighting for it, that position as well. And then you've got uh, right guard, which right guard, um, you know that was Gage Stravinka. I mean that was a you know um, an elite wrestler, an elite offensive yep. lineman at that right guard position. How do you replace a guy like that? Well, uh, Will Putnam is a guy who uh, was able to start and almost get, I think, almost 200-something snaps under his belt uh, as a true freshman. So, uh, And Robbie Caldwell talked about him being kind of the, uh, the utility man, that he felt confident enough in that freshman that he could put him at any position last year. So you're talking about a guy in Putnam that you got to be confident in as well, and those were that he was a guy that was out there first team. Now, I will... I will reiterate that Dabo Sweeney said first team means nothing on day one. So I'm telling you what first team is right now, um, and that's for the offensive line. I think that's good stuff and uh, and good to know. And, again, that is, you know, we've been talking a lot in the offseason, right? 
what are the things that concern you the most? And I, I think hearing Dabo uh, go on and on about the offensive line, you're making me feel a lot better about that. You mentioned how much he went on uh, in the last segment about the secondary, which is a place where I've been a little bit nervous about as well. And then obviously having somebody to uh, not fill Isaiah Simmons' shoes, very unfair, but uh, what is the type of athlete that you can put in that Sam linebacker position that you can maximize uh, as much as possible, right? I mean, after we saw Dorian O'Daniel, it was really hard to imagine anyone doing it better than him, right? Yeah. And then Isaiah came in and took it to a different level with his athleticism and things like that. It's going to be interesting with the Sam linebacker because there's a lot of different ways you could plug somebody in. You can plug in a little bit bigger guy, kind of like Dorian was. Uh, maybe you plug in more of a defensive back or safety into that position and worry a little bit less about the run, especially if the defensive line is going to be a little bit stronger this year than it was last year, like I think we kind of think that it might be. So I keep hearing Mike Jones Jr.'s name thrown around mm -hmm. as maybe the de facto replacement. Right. Any thoughts from you on on whether he'll be the guy or somebody else? You know, I was interested to see what he was going to say, if he was going to give us any kind of insider info on a specific name to take uh -huh. over that position. And I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking, Dad was going to say Mike Jones right now. He's going to say it. And he, <laughs> did, and he didn't. So I'm kind yep. of curious, why didn't he say that? But he did say something that I thought was interesting, and I thought that Clemson fans will be excited to hear. He said that they are plan. The plan is is right now to go back to a four three, a traditional four three with a traditional Sam linebacker, where they won't necessarily need a guy who can play everything, uh, mm -hmm. like an Isaiah Simmons. They will be looking for that traditional Sam guy. So if you're thinking we need to find another Isaiah Simmons, that's not exactly the case. They don't really need to find another Isaiah Simmons. They need to find uh, that traditional strong side linebacker that's uh, that can take over, uh, you know, and, and and take on blocks and take on uh, not only take on blocks but also handle a tight end, you know, at any given moment. And so um, that's who they got to find. Um, would it be Jake? Could it be? Uh, could it be Jones? Could it be? I know. I know some of the reporters said, "What about Trenton Simpson? You know, big yeah. time five star, late late commit to the team." But that's a lot, lot to ask of a true freshman. I'm telling you. And and that's when he started talking. That's when Sweeney started talking about, "Hey, you know, I can't really speak much about the freshman right now because they they got the mindset, they they got the attitude, but." This is day one, and, and they don't have any pads, and they're 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 just cruising right now. And the offense was out there with no defense out there, uh, you know. So, and I, I didn't really see much of the defense. They cut it off before the defense, uh, but I expect the defense to be more of a traditional one that that Brent Venables um, is used to. And I will say that's a great thing for a Tiger fan as well because. Think about how great Brent Venables was last year. I mean, we don't give him enough credit, and we, we give him a ton of credit, but we don't really give him enough credit for the fact that he had to completely change the defensive scheme yep. and still had a top-five defense in the nation. Um, and now he's going get to get to go back to something more he's used to, which is that traditional 4-3. And Dabo did mention, too, he said he wants to see a nickel guy. He wants to see a nickel show up. Um, and another interesting tidbit on that I have written down here on, on cornerbacks is that he mentioned every one of them by name, but he said specifically they have a ton of talent outside of DK, okay? They have uh -huh. a ton of talent. Jones, talent. Booth, talent. Um, Phillips, talent. Uh, Mario Goodman, talent. But that can only take you so far, you know? Yep. We, we need to see we need to see it on the field. The talent's got to got to develop, and that's what he said. This year is going to be big about Sam linebacker. Who is it going to be? Nickelback. Who's it going to be? And then who is going to develop 
at cornerback to go along with DK. That's crazy, man. Uh, even a year ago right now, could DK even be a cornerback was the uh, kind of conversation we were having at the beginning of spring football last year. So it's amazing how much uh, things have changed. Hey, uh, hanging out here with Morgan Thomas. I'm in the Prox Studios in Greenville. Morgan is back in Mission Control at uh, the studios in uh, Clemson and uh, swung right over as soon as practice ended today and hung out there. You know, I, I don't think DK would be the one to make the move, but I even wonder about like a Nolan Turner or somebody like that that maybe you could move in to Mike Linebacker, and again, I know it might look different on the eye, but if Clemson is as strong as I think they're going to be in their front six, if you peel the Sam Linebacker out, could you almost add an extra defensive back that can also play well against the run? I don't know. I mean, this is one of my favorite things to try and solve. Uh, Isaiah was uh, my favorite player at Clemson for the last couple of seasons. He's going to be missed, and you said I don't think Clemson has to replace Isaiah Simmons. Hey, man, it wouldn't hurt if we could, though, right? (laughs) Aren't there a couple Isaiahs out there maybe that we could drag in since we found one. It can't be that hard to find the second one, right? Come on, man. Well, my co-host, Alan Adams, has always talked about Malcolm Green, just how, how much yeah. uh, a big ad he was late, you know, stealing him from, from Louisiana. Uh, you know, I think that, that, that he's a guy who could, who could jump in quick. But, I mean, you've got a ton of guys. You've got a ton of talent there. People talking about Tyler Venables, uh, yep. R.J. Mickens. I mean, those, these guys, uh, as far as depth goes, you don't have to worry about depth. It's, it's just getting that talent. You know, he said he's got a bunch of first-round draft picks that have never played a game. That's, that's how he feels. And so he's got to get them out there and get that experience. Now, how much can you get before you have to hit, hit somebody in pads? Uh, we will see. And then Clemson, thankfully, gets to start the season off uh, as one of the first teams out there. You know, the last team to leave, and Debo says, and the, and the first team out there. So, um, you know, uh, it, I mean, like I said, I'm excited. Hey, football's back. I'll hopefully be able to get to go to some more of these practices and and give you some more sneak peek insider info because, uh, you know, it's easier to say it on the radio faster than it is to type up an article. Yeah, no, exactly. And again, hanging out with Morgan Thomas, uh, you can find his uh, show on Facebook and YouTube uh, and also on Periscope. But uh, go on over to Facebook, The Morgan Thomas Show, and uh, give him a follow over there. You can also see his articles on Clemson SI or Clemson Sports Illustrated, uh, where he's a contributor also. Hey, uh, Morgan, before you uh, get out of here, I know we're both fans of the Clemson basketball team. Uh, Heck of a three-game run, followed by just one of those nights against Georgia Tech. I just didn't feel like uh, the game was a whole lot different necessarily than uh, the three previous wins, but uh, Clemson had some shots that they weren't making last night and uh, have talked to a couple of people uh, today. I think those big guys inside for Georgia Tech really kind of intimidated Clemson a little bit. You didn't see as many drives to the hole. Uh, You even saw Amir Sims a little bit in the second half be a a tad bit more tentative, especially as those big guys were getting a couple of monster dunks and blocks in there. I don't know if it's uh, more complicated to explain than that, but uh, what did your eyes see last night uh, is the difference, I guess, for Georgia Tech in that win? Oh, man. Well, you know, it's one of those things. They can't shoot out of a slump. We've seen it all year. Yeah. And they, if they start bad, they're going to finish bad. I have not seen this team be able to kind of pull themselves up uh, from behind or, or, or from a shooting slump. Uh, and it all kind of rolls around Tevin Mack. If Mack can can get, go, get going and keep it consistent, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to score a ton of points to win the game, but he does have to be consistent. And, you know, Mack, 
I, I don't have the, the box score up, but Mac, you know, he, I think he, he, he went like four for 12 or, or two for 12 from, from field goal range. And, and, uh, he had one little hot streak there in the yeah. second half. And besides that was uh, pretty much a non-factor, at least on the offensive end. And then I know a lot of people on Twitter were just getting at me about this. So it's a two for 20 from three point range. Mm-hmm. Uh, you almost want to, you almost want to as a coach or as a fan say, Hey, just stop. You know, you can't shoot a three-pointer if you miss two. You miss two, now you got to get a layup. That's what that's what I would just say. <laughs> you know, go back to like fundamentals. Hey, let let's see if you can get one bounced off the backboard. You know, from from uh, from six inches, and then and yep. then, then we'll work our way back. But you know, it's one of those things. Alan and I have talked about it many times on the show on YouTube. Is is what do you do? I mean, you, you know, you live and die by the three-pointer or by by, by Tevin Mack, and and do you tell him to stop shooting? I mean, he's one of your best players. Do you tell him to stop shooting and when he's in a slump? Because if you do, then then you, who do you have? You you have nothing at that point. I mean, you know, you, who's going to take his spot? So it's been tough. I mean, it's going to be really tough. It was kind of a, a big letdown for me because it's one of those games where you had to stay up late to watch, and then you watch it, and they just you know it's it's twenty to twenty at halftime. You know, you're like, oh boy, here we go. It's going to be a one of those, <laughs> one of those forty point games. You know, and. And, and then they end up not, you know, just not getting it together and losing the game. And then you look at the schedule. George, you know, they got Florida State, a team that Brownell has, has just, just had a hard time beating that guy at yep. Florida State. And it's, even though it's at home, they got a way better record at home. Um, Florida State's a tough out. Virginia Tech away. Uh, I mean, Clemson's only won two away games, I believe, all year. And so yep. that's going to be a tough one. Uh, three. They got, they got their third against Boston College. Right, right. And then Georgia Tech. You know the team you just played. Thankfully, you get them at home. Maybe at home, but it, you know this team. This team might not win the next three games, and they might only win one of the three. And I know fans are not going to be happy with that. Uh, coming off, it's just such an up and down roller coaster. I know it's it's overplayed, yep. but you know, coming off a huge win, I took my daughter to the Louisville game, and we had a great time. But now, going to end it. This is going to be tough. Yeah, we shall see. I'm going to remain optimistic. I like our chances against Florida State on Saturday. Maybe I'm the only one that feels that way, but uh, but we shall see. Morgan Thomas from the Morgan Thomas Show. Thanks uh, for taking some extra time for me tonight, Morgan. I appreciate you. Hey, I appreciate it, Mark. I look to come back and give you some more insider info. All right, man, we'll do that very soon. All right, coming up in the next hour, we'll continue to talk Clemson basketball. Terrence Ogilby, Oglesby excuse me, is going to be joining me next segment. Looking forward to that. This is the Mark Childress Show. Broadcasting live from the Priority One Security Studios, WCCP 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT, 1560 Calpens, 97.5 Spartanburg, the upstate's number one choice for sports.